0: So I bring in my friend Steve Hanke, professor of economics at Johns Hopkins University, an old friend. So Steve, welcome. I'm looking at your piece. The Fed looks for inflation in all the wrong places, from the National Review. That's that's a play on right. You're looking for love in all the wrong places. They're looking for inflation in all the wrong places. It's pretty clever. I don't think you wrote the header. You you wrote the article. They write the yeah,
1: header. I I. No, they, they have given me the right to write my own head. Or story. <laughs> well, that's
0: pretty good, actually. It's very unusual. And, you know, and you say economists quoted in The Wall Street Journal continue to blame non-monetary factors. The war in Ukraine, relative prices elsewhere in the economy is the primary cause of inflation. Yes. So you wouldn't have I mean, price increases are widespread across the board every place. You wouldn't have, you know, supply supply chain. If chip prices go up, that doesn't mean the entire price index has to go up. That can only occur if there's too much money chasing too few goods. I think you would agree. So tell us about the threat. Are we making any headway on it or not?
1: Well, we're we're not. Let me make a couple of points be, that you're you're getting very close to the bullseye as usual. <laughs> uh, this, this, this this look if if you look at the chairman paul trying to you know cover his tracks and so forth this is an old game with the white house and the fed trying to cover their tracks and as you remember many years ago when you were a student at the university of rochester one of your professors was a famous carl bruner one of the greatest monetary economists in history yep and and bruner gave a speech. He was, remember, not not only a famous professor of economics, but he was also the the co-director of the Shadow Open Market Committee with Alan Meltzer, another great economist. And he gave Bruner gave a speech in Caracas in February of 1982, in which he laid out why the Fed had a big disinformation machine to confuse the public about Inflation, whenever inflation rose its ugly head, as Bruner and, and you and I know, it's all because the money pump gets turned on. Mm-hmm. And, and there's excess money being created, as you said, too, too much money chasing too few goods. So the result of that, which you probably don't know, Larry, is that Bruner actually was, after that speech, prohibited from entering Federal Reserve headquarters in Washington, D.C. <laughs> the security, the security guard had orders. I didn't know that. Yeah, so, Carl Brunner, so this, nice
0: old Carl Brunner. My goodness. That's pathetic.
1: Yeah, so, so at any rate, that that is one aspect of this looking in all the wrong places with all these excuses and everything else. The second thing, Larry, is kind of a theoretical thing, and that is the— the models that young people learn now are these post-Keynesian macroeconomic models, and those models don't include money. So they don't include the mm. money pump. Mm. The, the The third factor that is slightly related to the first factor of covering their tracks is a, is a political bias in the Federal Reserve System. The Fed has 785 economists employed in the whole system. None of them got this thing right, Larry. None of them anticipated any of this. 416 of them are employed in Washington at headquarters. Out of those, the ratio of Democrats to Republicans is 48.5 to 1. Huh. So so the Democrats completely dominate the the scene. Now you say, well, you know, you're getting into conspiracy theory, Hanky. No, I'm not, because we all know that the one of the great enemies of and threats to the Democrats is always Milton Friedman. And Milton Friedman is synonymous with monetarism. So M equals M. Monetarism equals Milton Friedman. Hmm and and they the the dems want to keep milton and any of his ideas buried and buried very deep so this is a, this is one reason why chairman paul has literally testified before congress in february of last year in front of senator kennedy from louisiana he he articulated very clearly the chairman did that we must unlearn monetarism right that, that that the money supply does not have any effect on economic activity and, and it's something that the fed doesn't even look at so that's the in nub the, the nub of what's going on now to disprove this by the way that we're that these all these factors the commodity prices and gas prices are causing inflation, the wage growth and tight labor markets are causing it. Putin and Russia are causing that supply chain bottlenecks and all this other stuff. Just consider the following and and the, quickly, the inflation quickly, rate in quickly. the United States is 8.5%. The inflation rate in Europe is 7.4, Canada at 6.7, UK at 7. Mm. But but in Japan, which has had all these same problems that we've had the inflation rate is 1.2 percent. China has had all these problems, maybe even more problems than we've had, and it, the inflation's 1.5 percent. Switzerland has had all these problems, supply chain, and you name it—oil prices, Putin, and all the rest of it. It's 2.4 percent. So you ask why, and and why? All you have to do is look at the money supply growth numbers. The money pump has not been on full speed. And- in Japan, China, and Switzerland, and, and, and it has been in uh, every place else.
0: All right. So so basically, though, uh, you're saying that the money supply, the money pump, as you put it, thats a, I, I like that word, is still pumping, right? They've not stopped it, and therefore, there's really no reason to think inflation's coming down.
1: That, that's, that's the bottom number, line. I've that, just got two that, minutes. Not, not, it, it, it's not quite the bottom line. It, it is very important, Larry. Let, let's assume they bring the pump down today, uh, it, and, and they're able to do that immediately. Then what happens? We We have a lot of monetary overhang or excess money in the monetary bathtub mm. that they've pumped in there that will keep coming out. So even if they are able to get it down to the right level, we will have inflation of 6% or more for the next two years yep. because of all this excess that's, that's in the system. And to give you an indication of what the excess is, Larry, the the banks are engaged in what they call reverse repos. Yeah. It's a technical thing, but this is they're loaning money to the Fed. They I, have so much liquidity. I gotta go. One point one point eight trillion dollars, twenty percent of the Fed's My buddy, hilarious.
0: my buddy Steve Hankey. No, no, it's a good point. Excess money rains, and we're going to have an inflation problem for the next couple of years.